0: Welcome to February 16th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. 1945, back to Bataan and MacArthur keeps his word. It had been nearly three years since the ugly Bataan march where the American and Filipino forces surrendered to Japan. In 1942, General MacArthur was not getting the job done and President FDR removed him from duty, almost by force. MacArthur would be sent to Australia, but before he left, he promised the Filipinos that he would return. The Allied troops were suffering from malnutrition, malaria, and other diseases. They were forced to walk 55 miles from San Fernando to prison camps. Those who were too weak to make the journey were beaten and stabbed with bayonets. In October 1944, as the tide had turned in the Pacific to the favor of the Allies, Americans were able to invade Lete Island, and MacArthur returned. The U.S. Navy had conquered the Japanese Navy in that area, and the U.S. Army was able to retake the island. On January 9th, 1945, they approached Bataan, and by February 16th, MacArthur and the U.S. had retaken Bataan, and then later, the rest of the Philippine Islands. 1786 Happy Anniversary James Monroe and Elizabeth Courtright. She was 17, he was 26. They had three kids, together, two girls and a boy. James was named ambassador to France around the French Revolution, which was an interesting time to be in France since higher members of the aristocracy, who were friends of the Monroe's, were getting their heads lopped off in guillotines by French rebels. Elizabeth was instrumental in arranging the release of Marquis de Lafayette's wife. Lafayette was a personal friend of George Washington and served during the American Revolution. When Monroe was elected president several years later, Elizabeth's attitude towards the White House was much different from her predecessor, Dolly Madison. Elizabeth appreciated the modern casualness of America, but at the same time, respected European culture. She made sure social events at the White House were kept to a minimum, But this didn't work in her favor as many saw her as being a snob. That really wasn't the look she was going for. She simply didn't want to live an extravagant life, after all. She did acknowledge what happened to Marie Antoinette, who was beheaded by French rebels for living a lavish life while the French citizens suffered in poverty. At any rate, Elizabeth's health began declining, and soon after Monroe's presidency ended, she died in their home state of Virginia, where she was buried. Legend has it, James was so distraught, he burned all their correspondences. He predicted he wouldn't live long after that, and sure enough, died ten months later. Happy anniversary, James and Elizabeth Monroe. 1928. James Markham gets a patent for a peach tree. This scientific experiment found a normal-sized peach with a dwarf seed. The Markham Pea supposedly is the result of a long process of serum treatment, pollinization, and grafting. It ripens two weeks after your standard hail peach, I guess. Moving on to entertainment news. 1974, members of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer are arrested at a Salt Lake City hotel during a tour for swimming naked in the hotel pool. Good job, fellas. Meanwhile, in England, 1985, Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA becomes number one, in bloody England no less, for the proof that the world just needs America. And finally, 2005, Yusuf Islam, formerly known as Cat Stevens, was awarded substantial damages from the Sunday Times and the Sun after they had printed articles alleging that he was involved in terrorism. Yeah, watch out, everybody. Cat Stevens is about to bore us to death with another rendition of Cats in the Cradle, followed by a torture of three lashes with a wet noodle. Both newspapers apologized for the 56-year-old musicians for the false and highly defamatory allegations. The paper also paid his legal bills and pledged not to repeat the allegations. The money awarded was given to Cat Stevens, and he turned it around and gave it to Al-Qaeda. I'm just kidding. He gave it to Tsunami Relief Projects. Now that's funny. And that's it for February 17th on Joe's Daily US History Lesson. Thanks for listening.